0: Hi everyone, this is Notes From Her, the podcast that encourages women and others to embrace their inner multicultural melody. I'm your host, Sochi Hernández, but better yet, if you want to pronounce it in the Nahuatl way, that is the Aztec's indigenous language, I'm Xochitl Hernández. And every week, I sit down and interview what I call women MOCs, which stands for musicians of color to talk music, career, faith, multiculturalism, social issues and women's empowerment through the MOC's perspective. Tune in to hear their unique stories and advice both personal and career-wise. Before we get into this episode, I have some exciting news. Notes from her now has a YouTube channel and a website. So, Besides following on Instagram and Twitter and liking Notes From Her on Facebook, you want to make sure to stay up to date with super fun teasers and behind-the-scenes videos that I'll be posting per episode on YouTube. So subscribe to Notes From Her on YouTube and don't forget to check out notesfromher.com. That's notesfromher.com to access all things Notes From Her with pictures, videos, episodes, blog posts, and resources. Oh yeah, remember all those times I provide a resource or a linked article or any other piece of information in the episode and then I say, quote-unquote, link in bio? Well, now you can access all of those links and resources on notesfromher.com. All right, everyone, welcome back to part three and the final part of Shani's interview. This episode is all about Shani's testimony and how her faith in God keeps her going when life gets extremely difficult, especially now with a hard situation concerning her own grandma during this time of COVID-19. Now you may wonder to yourself, how is Shani able to endure and go through everything she has gone through and still come out on top? Well, the answer is her faith in God. It's no secret that I am a believer and Christ follower myself, so her and I have a great and honest conversation on what it looks like to live a life of faith. Shani surrenders her life to the Lord's will and shares how God has been more than faithful to being amazing to her, providing for her, so full of grace towards her, and always so good to her. We have an honest conversation on our relationship with God, including our frustrations, our prayers, our questions, our praises, and how to turn the bad times into a blessing and opportunities for refinement of character. We are going through the most unprecedented times we probably will ever experience in our life. Seasons change, but God doesn't. So join us as we discuss how God is getting her and I through some of our most toughest times. Considering everything that we go through in this day and age, like especially, you know, as a younger generation, we're just constantly striving, constantly like, oh, like got to do this, got to do that, got to get the next best thing, you know, or distracted by the things going on in the world or suffering, you know, we have so much that we struggle with. And I know you've shared a little bit of like your struggles and, you know, with your grandma who are lifting up in prayer, like, how do you keep going when those things are hard? Like, how, how does God come through for you? How do you get through it?
1: Well, I just get, for me, I'm already like a naturally quiet person, but I, I just get really silent and just pray without ceasing, you know, ask God to come into my heart to you know help me remember and to always keep in the forefront of his mind that his sovereignty is with purpose and it's his will that will be done and nothing else that he's control in control of the good the bad everything everything is there for a reason and he's brought us out before and he'll do it again because he never leaves us nor forsakes us and i just you know fill up on his word I don't really have, you know, during those times, I don't have an appetite for food or anything. I just want to devour what his word says, because even though our lives change, his word stays the same. And, you know, I know that we're going to be, you know, better having come out of this. Um, and, you know, things happen so we can grow.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you ever felt yourself very frustrated with God or maybe even mad feeling like, You know, you don't feel him working. You don't see something happening. And if you've ever found yourself in that kind of a season, what do you do?
1: I can't really say that there's been a time where I've been mad at God because I know that, you know, it's not it's not him that's done something. I used to think, oh, I've done something to cause this to happen, and you know, in some cases, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've had an, enough life experiences to know that okay, God's building your faith. Like every time you go through a trial, you know, every and anyone can be happy and praise God when things are going good, but mm-hmm. you know, when things get tough, that's that's where you're supposed to be, you know, building your faith and growing. And I know, you know, for just with my husband and I, like, we've been, you know, this is, this sad situation has kind of brought us together closer, not just, you know, in a relationship with us, but also with God, and, you know, just going through scriptures, and, you know, having that sense of community with our Bible study, and, you know, different people, you know, just, just digging in, and being more of, communal aspect between you know just other believers
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and I know for me sometimes like I even go through seasons where I feel like I know God is never far but there are moments where I feel like maybe he is not as heavy and so Mm -hmm. sometimes I get hard on myself because I feel like well what am I doing that like I feel Mm -hmm. far from God you know and I'm not like necessarily doing anything wrong I'm just you know Just life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, you just don't maybe feel like, you know, our feelings are fleeting or our emotions are fleeting. And sometimes we don't always feel on fire with the Holy Spirit. Well, for me, sometimes. And so, Mm -hmm. what advice do you have for that? Like, or are we just, or am I just being too hard on myself, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think we just have to know that, you know, God, even though He doesn't give you the answer that you're looking for when you want that answer, eventually it comes in his timing and when he wants that to happen and when it's best for you there have been numerous opportunities where I really wanted something and it didn't happen and I would think well okay like why not like how come this didn't happen for me how come this got to happen for this other person when I put in twice as much you know effort or twice as much work Mm -hmm. and you know and then time passes and then I see oh that I'm so grateful and thankful I was not involved with that or anything. You know, it's just, you know, God knows the end from the beginning. So he knows what's best for you. He's already ordered your steps. He knows exactly where you're going to end up and where he wants you to be. And having, I think, that faith and conviction and trust and boldness in God is knowing that it's in the hard times that you're going to prove to yourself that you know that he is there for you no matter what. So, Mm -hmm. you know, don't get frustrated. See it as a blessing. Mm -hmm. If you're, like, going through a trial, say, you know, praise Him and thank Him for bringing you out of this and for making you stronger and building your faith from a mustard seed and beyond. Um, And just, you know, know that it's not going to last forever and that eventually, you know, we'll be, you know, in in a much more important place
0: with Him. Mm, amen amen yeah you know like the verse that says you know we we glory in God but we also suffer with Christ and that he knows Mm -hmm. our suffering he knows what we go through he knows the pains of this world and you know consider it pure joy when you go through sufferings of many kinds for you know you know that your faith is being Mm -hmm. refined and that at the end of the day we'll get through this And faith is more than a feeling. I always tell myself that it's more than a feeling. If it was based on a feeling, I mean, it'd be blowing around in the wind because our feelings are always changing and we're fickle. Okay, everyone. So I told you that this COVID self-isolation series would be dedicated to encouraging you, entertaining you, and keeping you safe during this pandemic and I am keeping true to that word. Most of us are all trying to do our part by social distancing and going about our daily lives either at home, quarantined, or doing activities with serious modifications. Since we're in a pandemic, this can make going to the grocery store that much more of an inconvenience. I mean, we've all seen those lines, right? Not to mention, the higher concern for contracting the virus around all those people and touching all those handles and produce while at the store. Well, what if I told you, you didn't have to deal with that anymore? Instacart is a go-to service for quick and effective grocery shopping, giving you unlimited grocery delivery for one low monthly fee. You can shop from multiple stores, choosing your favorite grocery items all on one single order delivered right to your door that same day, even in as fast as an hour. Get the products you love hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. Instacart even gives you suggestions based off of what you might like and highlights deals on popular products to save you money. Instacart provides fresh produce, so say goodbye to bad avocados and don't even worry about your eggs instacart will deliver them to you safely and crack free get your favorite foods right at your doorstep without ever needing to leave your house to start shopping with instacart go to the link in the show notes so instacart knows i sent you and get free delivery on your first order over $35 instacart hand-selected fresh groceries delivered right to your doorstep in as little as an hour did you always grow up having this faith? Um, and if so, like, what has that been? Like, how instrumental has your faith in God, like, or your spirituality been in your journey, just in life, your success, your your personhood, your music, like, your personal life and whatever obstacles, like, how important is that to you?
1: Yeah, for me, it's everything. I know that, you know, without God and jesus dying on the cross for us like i'm nothing i'm you know what my desires and anything that i want it doesn't matter like whatever he wants for me is what i'm supposed to be doing and Amen. i was really <laughs> i grew up you know not having a lot of money but my grandmother would always say we're reaching jesus and as a kid you're just like no yeah, okay but like i want i want in and out <laughs> but um yeah, I was lucky enough. My grandmother was a preacher's wife, so my grandfather was a reverend, and they had their own little uh, church in Filmar, California. And you know, when we grew up, we were always reading the Bible, especially whenever we did something that wasn't so godly. It was Deuteronomy 28, the whole thing. And so, you know, I, looking back, it's like, well, I'm really glad we had that foundation because i see a lot of kids today they don't they don't believe Mm -hmm. they don't really have examples to show them like this is the power of christ if you allow him you know if you commit your life to him and just allow him to just you know help you and just be who he wants you to be because it's not going to be wrong he's your father um right you know and we never when i was uh when we were i think we were in middle school and i was like oh, I want to be a member of, like, the church that we're going to, and she's like, okay, and so I remember sitting in the room and the lady asking me, like, oh, have you committed your life to Christ, like, have you asked him to be your Lord and Savior, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, like, my family's really into it, like, that's what I remember saying, like, so cringe, but, and she was, like, explaining it, like, no, you actually have to, like, you know, confess that with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And, and I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, you've done that? And I was like, yeah. Like for me, that wasn't, I didn't know people were choosing not to believe. I just right. thought
0: yeah,
1: you, it was just automatic. Like everyone just did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was a real journey to, you know, know that all that actually, you know, it, it's just so real. And the more that, you know, you just li- live for Christ, the more, you know, God does stuff for you, but not because you deserve it or, you know, he's trying to prove who he is to you, but just because, you know,
0: we're his children. Yeah. Amen. And he delights in giving good things to his children. And, and, you know, even my grandma the other day, like, because, you know, as a Christian or as a believer in Christ, there's not Well, at least for me, I don't know if you feel this way, but you don't go every season like completely on fire for God or the Holy Spirit. Like there are seasons where you're, you feel kind of like you're running on empty or you're kind of dry and you're just like, huh, life is hard right now. Like I'm just hanging Mm -hmm. by a thread, you know? And Mm -hmm. I just told her, I'm like, you know, am I pleasing God. And she's like, I mean, I you're pleasing God just by being his daughter. Just like, you know, when you have an attitude and your dad is still there and he's still, you know, like there in your house, he didn't just leave because you're having an attitude, but you know, God is like that. Like God is with you no matter what. And even if, there are plenty of us that have an imperfect father or a father that maybe isn't present, but we have like our perfect heavenly father, who is that perfect father is always present, always there, always providing for us, always there to love us and just be with us. Cause we're his child and he created us. I mean, he didn't have to create each and every one of us, but he did. And so that always just like, you know, just gets yeah. me. Um, Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Um, how have you been able, how do you feel like you have been able to use your God-given gifts to serve this world? Like, do you feel like your gifts as a musician and as a music educator are for a purpose? Like, do you feel like those are God-given gifts that God gave you to like serve others with?
1: Yeah, recently I've really, you know, believed that even more because, you know, I, I I would always just, I don't know, I always, anytime I played, especially at the collegiate level, I just, I didn't really care about playing for the audience. I wanted to just be pleasing to God. And, you know, whenever I played, it was, you know, in most churches, schools, church schools, things like that. But like whenever, even when I had juries, you know, I just wanted to focus on making whatever sounds came out of my instrument pleasing to God. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of where I I always had my mind at whenever I would play. And um, recently, a couple weeks ago, uh, my grandmother got, we had to transport her to the hospital. And, you know, it was a really rough time, especially during this, you know, COVID-19 stuff. They weren't allowing anybody inside of the hospital. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she was at home and then she woke up in the hospital and she was extremely confused, didn't Mm -hmm. understand why she was there and what happened. And they weren't allowing any of us to go in. And they just kept saying, no, sorry, you can't go in. It's only if someone's, like, literally inches from passing away. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, great. That makes me feel much better. Um, but, you know, and I told – I remember telling my brother, like, oh, I wish I did something more useful in my life, like become a doctor or something. And he was like, no, don't say that. It, you know, what you are is important. And, you know, it, it will have its purpose. And um, they finally allowed – my um, grandmother to FaceTime and you know and me and my husband played duet for her while she was in the hospital and it was really you know it calmed me down and calmed her down uh, and it was really you know it made me feel like oh I guess yeah this actually was you know a great you know thing I was able to do something that the doctors weren't do and that was calm her down and you know, just through the power of music. And, you know, we got to play duets together. Um, So it, it was just, it was a really great eye-opening experience.
0: Wow. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like all of us musicians kind of feel that way at a certain point where we're kind of thinking like, what is what I do useful? But I mean, as believers, you know, if you look at the Bible, when you know God had certain people going into battle like the Israelites or just in any you know really huge victories in the Bible like the people that were like the musicians and the worship leaders were like the they were like chosen to go ahead of everyone in the battle Mm -hmm. to like use their music as like a cry for victory but also as worship to God and as like this living sacrifice and like Music is the thing that, like, is so God-ordained or God ordained that he uses, mm-hmm. like, I know that, I know so many people that they maybe no, don't believe in God, but in hearing a worship song, they just are brought to tears, like, because that's, like, how the Holy Spirit, like, works, and so that's yeah. so beautiful that you were able to do that for your grandmother during that really, really difficult time. Yeah,
1: it was the hardest performance I ever had to play. Wow. But we made it
0: through. yeah. And, I'm, and you know, I'm sure that was like healing to her in and of itself, like
1: and mm-hmm. comforting
0: to her. How is she doing now, by the way? I was going to ask you.
1: She's doing good. She had her first um, radiation treatment for her brain tumor yesterday, and tomorrow she'll have her second one. Um, so we're just praying and believing that, you know, everything goes smooth, it'll go well, and, you know, it'll shrink and disappear, and she'll live a long life just, you know. Mm-hmm. Healthy. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I yeah. I, you know, I'm praying too. I'm lift. I'm lifting up your grandma and, in prayer as well. And you know, we believe that all things can happen through the Lord's will. And so, you know, I'm definitely lifting you up in prayer in that way. When I was talking to Shani. I remembered all the very dark and hard times I have been through and found myself tearing up at how faithful God was in carrying me through those times all the way to the other side. If that's you right now and you can't see the light in the darkness or the end of this cold valley, know that God is with you and wants to be with you and will see to it that this too shall pass, that this is only temporary and that his mercies are made new every morning. I remembered one of my favorite verses that resonated with me when I was suffering and walking through one of my own valleys, and I'm going to read it to you. And when we talk about the valley of the shadow of death, those can be very real in each one of our lives at some point. I want you to take a moment, close your eyes, and really just try to open your heart and mind to hearing and receiving this word that I'm about to read to you. And may it speak into the deepest parts of your heart. And the darkest parts of your valley. Psalm 23 The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil and fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dared to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. Amen. I really hope that spoke to you and pray that it touched your heart. Have a blessed day and rest of your week. Don't forget to subscribe to Notes From Her on YouTube for fun teaser videos on each episode. And visit Notes From Her's website at notesfromher.com to access episodes, blog posts, behind-the-scenes pictures, resources, and more to know all about Notes From Her. Tune in next time for Notes From Her's next episode. Follow the Notes From Her podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and like Notes From Her on Facebook. Be sure to leave feedback and what topics you'd like to discuss next in the comment section. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, this is Notes from Her, and I'm your host, Sochi Hernandez. Stay musical and stay empowered. Talk to you next time.